Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to yet again another interview here on the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And guys, in today's episode, I'm super excited to announce that I'm joined by Texas's starting punter, Daniel Trejo. Daniel, thank you for coming on today, my guy. I'm super excited to hear about some of these stories you've got, you know, whether it's from your early college career to now you being a Longhorn. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you for having me, bro. Hey, I'm absolutely. glad to be here. Hey, yes, absolutely, absolutely. I appreciate you taking time out. I know y'all got a pretty busy schedule going on right now, so I appreciate you most importantly. But, um, but Daniel, anyway, you know, before we start talking a little bit about, you know, you ultimately committing to UT, going down to Austin to become a Longhorn, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, how you got into football, why you got into football, you know, some of the little details we may not know about you. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so, um, you know, I, um, I've been here, I came here for a year, like a year ago, which, well, last summer, actually, <laughs> not even a year ago, but it just feels like it because it's been so long. But so pretty much it started since high school. You know, I'm a, I'm a former soccer player. You know, like I, I play, you know, soccer and stuff and kind of got kind of forced into football to play and kick the ball. So that's how I started my junior year. Like I had no idea of football. I was not interested, you know, like. I kind of got forced into it by one of my coaches that I wish I could say thank you to him because, I mean, if it wasn't for that reason, I wouldn't be here today. You know, like, I'm kind of I'm kind of glad it happened. Um, so I started my junior year. I did a uh, senior year as well, uh, football. But I had plans to play college ball because I feel more in love with it uh, my senior year. But I, I just didn't continue. I didn't have the right guidance and stuff. So. I ended up attending community college for two years. They're my associates. And then, um, you know, like I was I was in community college working, uh, you know, just regular student working, trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. So um, I ended up, you know, thinking about like, I need to go back at it, at, you know, two years without playing after high school. Like I didn't even practice for it. I didn't, I was working out still. I was still playing and stuff like soccer indoor soccer actually so I was still in shape but I just didn't know anything anymore like I had forgotten how to kick the ball like I was pretty much starting over you're right hey I so, got you um yeah so I just you know I I got back at it you know um I was doing pretty good at the beginning but I just didn't know much about it like I didn't know much like stretching and stuff so I ended up you know kicking so hard that I ended up pulling my quad Oh, so ooh, it no. was really devastating. Like, yeah, it was a bad injury. You know, like it took me like a few months, man. Like I'll say like seven months to like recover fully from it and actually get back at it. You know, I, I would try to between that time, I would try to go back at it. And I mean, it just didn't work out because it was so bad because I had like a muscle was popping out of my quad. Like it was so bad. You know, I ended up, you know, I realized that I needed to do something that like Maybe I was done, you know, like cause I, I wanted to walk on at college. Uh, I wanted to walk walk on at uh, UNT, University of North uh, Texas. Mm -hmm. So I was, that was my, you know, I was hopeful I was going to get there. I thought I could. And, um, you know, eventually I, I had to learn how to stretch well, like for like an athlete stretch, you know, like not just any stretch. It had to be like, a, you know, right the right stretches, the right um I said the right steps to like take care of your body and stuff because I didn't know anything about that two years off from sports, you know, no ice bath, nothing, just just doing my thing. So, 
I got back at it eventually. You know, I learned everything. I would literally watch videos all day long. Every time I had a chance, get on my phone and watch YouTube videos, how to kick the ball, like get back at it, you know, like kind of like studied everything, how to stretch everything, like ended up learning all the, the basics, then went back at it and started doing it slowly, slowly progressing and stuff. So I, you know, I ended up doing well. I was doing really well. So I decided to, you know, enroll at UNT and I wanted to walk on for, um, I enrolled in December. So I had everything and I was going to do the walk on tryouts and I had everything enrolled. I just needed to pay my school pretty much just to be in school. Like I already had everything set up, orientation. And, um, you know, I got told no several times that I was too old, two years after high school, which at the time I thought I was because I didn't know anything about the process, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I thought I was, yeah, I thought I was old and, you know, I, I honestly, like, I got told no like three or four times. I went back and are you sure? Like, you know, like I just want to be a walk on, maybe give it a shot. No, I'm sorry, man. We have we have no depth chart for you several times. So I was really devastated. I was like, damn, like it's really over, you know? So yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so I talked to my cousin and uh he's like, Hey man, like I didn't know anything about JUCO or anything. I thought it was just D one because I didn't know anything about football like that, like I had forgotten. Nobody ever, like, taught me how to do, like, uh, recruiting stuff, nothing. Like, I was literally, like, brand new to the process. So he's like, hey, you should go to uh, Texas Wesleyan. Um, it's a it's a college here. I think they have football. It was, like, a brand new football program. Uh, I think they started in 2016. So it was, like, it was brand new. Like, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even know there was a school called like that. You know, because, I mean, I, all, the only thing I knew was CCU because – I lived like 15 minutes away from CU, so it was like that was a big thing. But honestly, like I thought that was if I didn't get accepted at UNT, what made me think I was gonna go to TCU and do something, you know? Like yeah, no absolutely. Point. So, so I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess. And I went for um, you know, I went to enroll, and then I did orientation without talking to the coaches yet because I was gonna talk to them after I was enrolled because I didn't want to show up and pretty much. Like, oh, like, are you even enrolled? You know, whatever. And, um, you know, I talked to the advisor and he's like, um, I'm like, hey, do you know, like, by any chance, how to, you know, how to get into the football team or talk to the coaches? And he's like, oh, are you the linebacker? Because I was a little bigger, like, I was a little stocky because I was working out pretty well. But, it, you know, I wasn't running as much. I was just more like, he told me I look like a linebacker, but <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I thought I was pretty chubby, but he told me I looked like fit, like, but like buff a little bit. So I, I was you. like, he, he's like, you're a linebacker. I'm like, no, I'm a, I'm the punter kicker, you know, whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm actually the equipment manager. And I was like, oh, okay. And he took me with a coach and it was the scariest meeting ever because I didn't have no experience with like college coaches, anything. So the guy was really serious. Coach Duckworth, it was, it was, it was so, it was scary, man. Like he had him, like he looked like he was mad. I was, he was talking to me straight up. Like it was like, oh shit. Like I was just in the meeting trying to stay, like keep a straight face. But I was like, deep down, I was like, God damn, like this is, this is tough to be here right now. Like I don't want to be here. <laughs> so yeah. he ended up getting me into a tryout with um, like the specialty coordinator at that time because he left like three or four months after I got there. So 
during that time it was like December, so I was trying to walk walk on by January, right? It was December 2019, actually. And um, I was trying to walk on by, um, to start like the, the spring semester in 2020, right? Gotcha, That's before gotcha. COVID happened. So I went to the tryout and, you know, the coach, he wasn't saying anything when I was kicking the ball. Like, he was really quiet. I was like, damn, like, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really not impressing anything. Like, I'm just, I guess I'm, I'm not good enough in my head. But at the end, I was like, I asked him because he was serious. He wouldn't talk much. And I was like, um, how did it, what do you think? Like, like, what, what do you think is going to happen? And he's like, God, like, he was like, I'm shocked, man. I just never seen anybody punt into the wind, like 50 yards, 60 yards. And I was like, it's a complete okay, 360. So <laughs> yeah. Like 60 I got you. Yards. And then he's like, yeah, man, I got you. Like you, you be on the team. Just, you know, you start coming into the meeting and stuff. I'm like, Oh, sure. So I was like, yes, I made it. Whatever. Okay, so I started there. I started doing, like, getting involved, doing my physical, doing the workouts. And then COVID happened in uh, March, actually, after spring break, right? So it was like, oh, man, like, are you serious? Like, my first year, like, it's over. Like, what the hell, you know? Yeah. Why did it happen now? So with that year, we didn't play. We We only played one game, and it was my first college game since high school, like, I had no experience. Um, it was it was the windiest. Like, it was like 30 mile per hour wind gust in Good Arizona. Lord. We only had one game because the whole season got canceled. And they said that it was going to get reinstated in the, in the spring 2021. But it didn't. Because it's NIA. So, it's not like, it's not NCAA. It's like, it's like JUCO. But it's like a smaller school. But like a D2 smaller schools. Yeah, it's like I got you. Conference type of thing. And then. So I did that, and then pretty much same thing. Didn't play 2020 at all, just one game. Didn't even count. Like, it didn't even matter. So, you know, I, I did uh, – I ended up staying 2021 because I was like, I, I mean, I want to transfer. That was my plan to go somewhere bigger. But I just I, I just didn't think, like, it was the right time because, like, I didn't play 2020. Like, I didn't have no experience. Like, I can transfer. I have nothing to show, you know, like no film. Then um, 2021 happened. I did um, spring practice, spring workouts, summer workouts, which they sucked, but I love that, man. Like, I'm I'm honestly a little upset I didn't do them here at Texas because I came pretty late. I came in August 2020. I mean, August 20th. So I came literally after fall camp, and I didn't do summer workouts, which well, I was upset about it because I was like, I, I, like to, I like to go through that because that makes you tougher, right? For me. Yeah, absolutely. That's not a that that's not a punish. I love punishments, man. Like I'm a little weird, but I love doing <laughs> that when I'm doing it with the team. Like as a group, it's like it sucks at the moment, but it feels really good after you're done with them and you know that you try your best. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it's like, so it's like a personal achievement for me. Like I just feel great, you know. Like I like it. So you know, I, um, ended up doing that. Play 2021. So. Two weeks before the season started, like, I was in my prime. Like, I, I was really strong. I feel really good because I went through summer workouts, a lot of cardio. We ran. We ran. We ran every day and did weights every day. And it was, like, four, four days a week. And then Fridays, we had to wake up, like, at 5 in the morning. You know, like, it was my prime. Like, I feel really good, really, you know, physically ready, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, so two weeks before the season – 
COVID freaking hits me like two man. weeks before the first scrimmage hits me really bad, man. Like I could not move. I could not like breathe well. Like it was so bad. Like it took me down for a month. I had to miss three games, Jeez. 2021. So it was like, damn, man, like I'm really having like a rough time trying to, I'm just trying to play ball. I was really depressed, man. Like I, I thought it was over because I was like, why does this keeps happening to me? Like just kept asking myself why, like why to me, why now? You know, I was really down, man. Like I just, I, at one point I feel like I wasn't even part of the team because I couldn't go back because I had to get like scanned. Like they had to scan my heart and see if I was like, if it was fine because to be bad, you have to get scanned like your heart and it take and you have to do like three scans and like every scan is like two weeks apart from each other. So it's like Man, a month and a half to get back and during the season. So it was like, for me, I was like, damn, man, it's over. Like, why is this happening to me? I was really low. It was one of the lowest times of my life, man. Like, just really low. Thank God I, I applied pressure and I tried to do everything fast. I was back in a month. So wow. Okay, that's like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, put, I applied pressure, tried to come back as soon as possible. They saw that I wanted it back. So I tried to – I came back as soon as I could. Like, I was going every single day, like, calling the doctor, like, I really need this done, and you know I feel really good. I mean, I just I just apply pressure, you know, and and it worked out. So I came back on the third, fourth game, and I like I had lost it a little bit because I lost conditioning. I I didn't feel strong as I used to because after you're sick, you don't feel strong, right? Yeah, no, right? absolutely. It takes you a little bit to kind of get back to you know where you were before. Exactly. So I, I, you know, I worked my ass off. I came back and I wasn't kicking the same. Like I'm like, damn. Like I just, I was really stressed out about it. I, I was just not in the, in the good state of mind, man. Like I was really low. And then, you know, I, I, those guys. I mean, they kept training. I was a starter before they left because I was really doing really well. Well, whenever I, when that happened to me, they had to like arrange the the position and, and like. Some of the guys were doing now better than me. So it was like, damn, like, I lost my spot. Like, I'm not even part of the team like that. Like, even the coach felt really confident, but he was already in season mode. So I couldn't – I needed to catch up. So I worked my – you know, I worked my way up again, and I told coach stretching his face. Like, I was really mad one day because I did it really bad in practice. And I'm like I, – I got really mad that I literally called him out, and I'm like, I'm going to do – just watch. I'm going to come back stronger. And I think he liked that. I think he wanted me to say that because he reminded me like a month after once I was already balling out. I remember you said that and look what you have done. Like I told him, I'm going to come back, motherfuckers. I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I told, I was so mad, man. I told him, I'm going to come back and I'm going to beat all of y'all. I told him right in their face and just walked away. And I worked my way up, man. Eventually, I came back for the fourth game. It took me like a week to get back, like a complete week and a half, I'll say. Um, came back and then, um, you know, I, I got my spots back. Um, I balled out my first game. I was I wasn't nervous. I was just ready to ball out, and it was, I think it was against a ranked team. It was like 17 in the nation for NIA, so it was like, I mean, it might not be Division One, but I mean, there's always talent in every you know league, bro. Like, hey, absolutely, I agree with you 100 percent about that. Yeah, there's always talent. There's people that's pretty good. I mean, some people you don't you never know people's stories. They might not like got screwed over at D one or you know, like it just happens. Like there's there's talent all over the place no matter where you go. So 
you're going to find some good people. So, um, you know, I bowed out and then I pretty much earned my spot. And then, you know, the rest of the season, I kept balling out. And then we had a non-conference game. It was a homecoming for UCA. Um, what's his name? Uh, Universal Central Ar Arkansas. 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 Yeah. Yes, sir, yeah. So that was the Division One FCS level game. So that was the biggest game of the year, obviously for us. And they picked us for homecoming for them. Dang. Right, so. Dang. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> so, a little bit disrespectful, you know. They picked y'all because you know normally your homecoming games always, you know, just kind of the blow. You try to be the team. Yeah. They paid us to get beat. Let's be real. So, for me, yeah. I mean, it was coming for them, and I was like, when I walked into the stadium, it was so nice. Like, they had – it's like they had a good climate. Like, it was, like, perfectly, like, not cold or hot, like, perfect weather. Like, it was, like, odd, like you know, like, the the fall, everything was, like, orange. And, like, over there, it was, like, chill and night, like, really cool, like, another environment. Like, it was packed. Division one for them, homecoming. So I was like, wow, like, this is amazing. Like, we didn't – we I, we were playing in front of 200 people. Like, at Wesleyan. Like, we don't play in front of, like, 5,000 people, 10,000, you know? Yeah, you play at, you pretty much high school crowds pretty much. Not even. There's high schools that have more people than us. We have, like, 200, 300 people the most and, like, homecoming, let's say, 500, Dang. which is not a lot. So – you know, like, for me, it was like, wow, you know, like, this is crazy. So, that game was probably my best one. I had a 49, 50-yard average. I'll say because it was like, I was like 49.78 average. I was I was the only one in the team that everybody, like, I was literally pressing on the sideline. And, like, you know, the whole student section was there, too, like, behind us. Like, obviously, like, we were getting beat pretty bad. I think the only score was, it was like 61 to 3. <laughs> but I, I scored a field goal. Yeah. My my field goal, obviously, three points and like eight punts, all eight nine punts because I, I had a punt every time because we wouldn't. I mean, it was just a D one team. Like it, it was a little more talent, you know. More yeah, no, absolutely. But we still fought through. Like we didn't just give up like that. We had some good plays as well. Like we had, bro, we had some dogs in that team too. Like we we tried our best, but I mean, you can really compete with. 11 guys that they're like scholarship guys like it's just different you know like it's yeah. not the same so you know that game I balled out I did really well everybody in the silent was like you're the man bro you're the man to me and I was like I don't even know why like I thought I was doing decent and then because for me I'm never satisfied right yeah like, I'm never satisfied whatever I do like I could do good as good really good today and by tomorrow I need to do better like I just not satisfied with that so at the end of the game, they're like, everybody came up to me from the other team, from UCA. They're like, bro, what are you doing in this team? We're like, what are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, bro, you should be in Bama right now. And I was like, dang. Oh, I appreciate it, man. You know, like the head coach came up to me. Good job, son. The special teams coordinator, my teammates were like, bro, you're going to get recruited by them. And I was like, then in my head, I was like, I really hope so I get recruited with, like, a full ride, something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they never reached out to me, which I'm okay with it. I mean, I didn't I, – I wasn't thinking about it, but I had a great game. Everybody pretty much told me, like, you had a terrific game. Like, you were the MVP of the game. You, the punter. Yeah, yeah which so is like, something, oh. something you never really hear about. You know, normally, normally it's always, you know, oh, you got the quarterback who normally has some crazy, you know, stat line, wide receiver yeah. running back. So, for you, that was kind of your, you know – 
major, you know, kind of your Heisman game, so to speak, you know, the game that really stood out for you? Pretty much, yeah, like the biggest game of the year, and I balled out. So that kind of, like, set me off for success after that game. Like, I, st I started getting all my film because I had most of my film from that game. Like, most of my film from Wesleyan, most of it comes from that game because I was like, you know what, I'm going to set up my film. And then I was training with one-on-one -on -one kicking. So they were telling me, you need to transfer to Trihoya. Like, you need to transfer. You know, and I wasn't – I was in a good spot. Like, that was 2021 um, uh, December, whenever the season ended. I mean, in November, because our season ended in November. And, um, you know, I talked to a few coaches, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should transfer the spring or, like, should go um, – you know, like, I didn't know. I, I was just not sure, so I decided to stay for the spring this year, 2022. I stayed at Wesley, and I'm like, you know, I'm still going to be working out for football. I'm still going to be doing spring practice, and then I'll decide by the summer where I want to, like, if I want to transfer. So eventually, like, the time came, and I was like, God damn, like, it came so fast. I was in a good spot at Wesley, and, like, they were going to have an international game, and, like, like the the, the – Wesleyan is getting way better. Like, they won the conference this year. So, it's like, like, they're getting really good at it. Like, you know, like, they were, it was it was getting better. Like, I was like, should I leave or should I stay here? Like, I could still build a name for myself here, like, in Fort Worth. Like, they, there's a lot of mentors that they're, like, big time in town. So, it's like, they were, like, promoting the game. And, like, they were going to put, like, posters all over the city with my picture on it. Because it was going to be against a Mexican team. So, since I'm Hispanic, it's like, you could be the face of it, you know, because you're, I mean, I'm a, I talk Spanish pretty well. I live in, I live in Mexico 12 years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that definitely would have been like almost a homecoming for you pretty much going up against that, that team. Yeah. They're, they're like, we're going to get you paid, man. Like with NIO now, like you can get paid. Like we're going to get your image out there. Like, obviously like I was like, man, like, I don't know. And then my mentor, he's like a, he's a federal judge, Hispanic guy. Kind of went through the same thing, but not in sports. Like, his dad was a janitor. Oh, his bro he has three brothers, and he's a federal judge, immigration judge. His brother's like a somebody really big in the FBI, Secret Service. Like, some, like a, like a, somebody high up in their, like, right, like, high oh, up there. Let's put it that way. Yeah, his I got other you. Brothers, yeah. Like, his, his, one of his brothers, like, a chief for the police department in Fort Worth so it was like like he kind of related to me he wanted me to stay he would tell me like you need to stay here man like I can help you say you offer success you know like I was like man if I leave I'm gonna lose because I started talking to Texas in April like they started reaching out to me so it was like they started reaching out to me through Cameron Dicker I, I don't know you oh, know Dick, that Dicker the kicker okay Dicker so. the kicker I, I know him pretty well you know like um he he was training for his pro day and the draft already during that time, the spring, because he got, you know, he got, like, declared for the draft. Yeah. And he was training with my coaches at one-on-one. -on -one. Like, they were doing, like, his prep and everything. So whenever he left, I guess the coach commented, like, oh, like, we need a punter to replace you or somebody. And they're like, I, he brought me up. And that's how I kind of, like, got set up with them, like, through him. You know, he's a blessing for that because – not a lot of people would do that for you, you know. Like, it was just like, I was just there on the right spot, but I was not sure if I wanted to go here because of, like, I was like, man, if I leave and it doesn't work out for me, because a lot of people was like, you're gonna go over there, bro. You you're not gonna be wanted like here. Like, 
over here everybody likes you you like everybody knows you over there you nobody's gonna care about you like you might not even play because they have like like nine kickers in the roster you know yeah like but at the end of the day i believe in myself i'm like you know what like it was the hardest time of my life went through so much like mentally i was like i didn't know if i should leave wesleyan and maybe lose all my networking people there or come here without knowing anybody and lose it all and not even play you know like i was like risking my whole yeah future but you worked your whole life to get to this point yeah you worked you worked your whole life you know especially those past few years you know at texas wesleyan where you know you play like you talked a little bit about in front of 200 300 people and now you have the opportunity to go play you know in front of one of the biggest stadiums in all of north america so yeah it was just crazy man like you know i the whole summer like i i need because i'm a grad student now so I had to finish my bachelor's too, which I had one semester late, which was supposed to be this fall. It was my last semester at Wesleyan to finish my bachelor's. And I had to get it done in the, in the summer and I had to do an internship. So it was like, should I do that to myself and like go through hell just to get to Texas or should I just wait and stay here? And I mean, I still have my contacts. I, I'm still going to play here. I'll be in a good spot and I'll finish up my degree, like not too stressed out, like super bad because this summer man like I was like man it was the worst summer of my life like it kind of toughened me up a little bit because it was it was so tense like I had like I had to finish my I had like I had three classes over the summer like and they were like the hardest ones on my degree and I had to get them done like I had to do like a special class with I had to like set that up like I had to talk to the dean you know like I just had to do a lot of arrangements for me to get here so I was like, should I do that to myself? Like, I just didn't know. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take my shot. I'm going to regret this decision if I don't ever go to Texas. And, like, I'm going to one day come back and be like, damn, man, I should have taken that shot. I wonder what would have happened. Right. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. So I ended up, you know, like, I, I did all my summer, like, pretty much my summer. I couldn't be here because I had to get, I had to, get it done to be here at Texas, like, if I didn't get that done, I wouldn't be able to be here at all. Dang, okay, I got you. So it was like, you either get it done, be here or not. So I had to get it done. I, I couldn't be in workouts, summer workouts, which was a, not a good spot for me because I was like, damn, I wanted to be there. And then um, I graduated. I ended up doing my internship, you know, had to be like 150 hours while doing my classes. Like, I was doing everything together. And like two months, I had to get it done. And then... um. You know, eventually I got it done, and then I, I got done right. And then I was done in July 25th. I was like, yes, finally I'm done. I went through so much. Like, my body was super tired, worn out. Like, it was just the worst time of my life. Like, I was so tired, physically tired, and I still had to be kept training too because I had to be training. I had to be, like, ready. And, you know, like, I had to be ready for, for everything because I was, I was not going to stop training just to do everything, like, if I do that, then I'm not going to play here at all. There's no point for me to do that. So, you know, I did it. And then I come here and then they're like, compliance is like, oh, you can be here until August 20th because um, because of your transcript. So Man. now I had, to, I had to wait another month for me to be able to be part of the team because my transcript didn't refer until the 20th of August. Man, that is... 
man, I couldn't imagine, you know, going through all that stuff, you know, especially like you talked about in the summer, having to get all those hours and having to still train and everything like that. And then the first thing you hear is, oh, yeah, you still got to wait another month. Another month. And I was like, are you serious? Like, I just went through all this for literally a paper. Like, I'm done. I had to, like, make so many phone calls. I was applying pressure every single day. I was calling, like, are you serious? I can do this. Like, please, like, can I get a letter? Yes, yeah, send a letter. And then, oh, it's because you needed your actual official transcript because even though they were saying that I was pretty much done, like, I needed my transcript. So it was just another process for me. Like, man, like, this is so frustrating. Like, what if it doesn't even work out and I already finished my degree over here and, like, I already hit the transfer portal. Like, now, like, I'm not going to look good if I try to come back over here and, like, I'm trying to go over there. You know, like, it's just... I was really low too. Like I was like, man, I, I messed up. Like I didn't know what to do. I was really scared. I was I was positive though in some way. I was like, it's gonna work out. But at the, at the same in the back of my head, I was like, what's gonna happen? You know, like what's gonna happen? So eventually the time came, August 20th, the last day of fall camp. Had two weeks to play my first game. I was like, bro, there's no way I'm gonna start. There's no way I'm gonna come here. Everybody's already ahead of me. They've been here since spring. Everybody's ahead of me. I'm just the newbie that has to catch up. And, like, that's how it was. I, I came the first day. I was, like, a little nervous because I was, like, I don't know anything. Everybody looks like they know what they're doing. And I'm just, like, trying to get on the way when they're already in season mode. They play, we play in two weeks. Yeah. You know? That's, we that's play in crazy. two weeks. That is crazy. And then I was, like, damn it. Like, I was, like man, like, this is not going to work out. Like, I was, now I was mentally stressed, like, stressed out because I was like, man, I'm not going to play now. Like, I messed up. Like, this is, this wasn't worth it. So, I just put through, man. I just, my coach told me that, Trejo, like, I'm sorry that you came really late. Like, I didn't want this to happen, but you need to, you're going to need to catch up. That's what he told me. You're going to need to catch up, man. Like, you're going to have to put in that extra work. You need to go whenever you have some time to with the coaches and with, uh, like, the assistants and, like, work it out, man. You have to, like, learn everything, but you got to do it by yourself because, like, we can we can really go that far back because we're already in season mode. That's what you told me. So I was I like, okay. So I was like, damn, bro, like, I'm, I'm really not playing. Uh, the guy in front of me, you know, like, he was he was doing really well. Like, he, mad respect for him. He's doing, like, he was killing the ball. Like, I was like, there's no way I'm going to play. Like, he's been here longer than me, like, I don't have a shot, like, and at some point I thought that, like, I was like, damn, man, like, I'm I'm not playing at all, like, I'm just going to be <laughs> in the stands, you know, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I was like, okay, whatever, like, I'm, I mean, you know, like, I, I kept working my ass off, I kept getting that extra work, and I would go practice twice a day, and then getting that drill work, and I was doing really well, at, at, like, my second week in practice, I started getting adjusted a little bit, but I was still newbie, like, there was a lot of stuff that I was not adjusted to, so I was still learning, you know, like I was, I was doing really well, but I, I mean, I was not going to start right away. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to keep, you know, positive mindset. You know, I talked to my coach and I'm like, I'm just going to keep fighting through. I'm, I'm going to start. I told them, I, I put it in my head, I'm going to start and I'm going to be the starter. I'm going to be the starter because I believe in myself. I went through the same thing at Wesleyan. The guy was a three-year starter. I came as a newbie with no experience. And I took the spot in all three phases of the game. I can do it again. I said it to myself. It's okay. Like, you've been through this. I wasn't same thing. I went through the same thing, man. Like, I went through so much depression and everything because 
I was the second one and everything or third because I was a newbie. I didn't know anything. So obviously, like, kind of affected me in some way because I was like, damn, man, like, all these guys know everything but me, you know? So, um, you know, eventually the first game came against ULM and I was not a starter. I was second in the roster because we only – it's only me and him right now, two punters, so I was second. And, I mean, he got the first snap, the first uh, punt. They're like, you know, they called him out. And, um, you know, mistakes happen. After that punt, something happened, and he, he dropped the ball. And then it was like, you know, he you know it was it was like a mistake that, I mean, it can happen to anybody. I understand, like, I'm not, you know, I don't blame anybody. So after that, they, it was like a, it was a pretty short punt. It was like 15 yards, the first punt of the season. Ooh, no, that's, yeah, that's so, not a good way to start the year off. Yeah, so that's when I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> it's coming, probably, yeah. in my head. But I was ready, but not that ready, you know? Like, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting <laughs> it to be that soon. The first point of the, like, the first point of the season. And, like, literally, like, five minutes later, they didn't tell me anything, but five minutes later, that happened. Trejo, get, you're going for the next one. <laughs> ah, shit. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah. Then it's coming. Like, like, what the hell? So I started, like, practicing to the net, and I, like, I was like, dude, what the hell? Like, I'm about to go play in front of 100,000 people, no experience, like, nothing. Just, just do your thing. So, I started talking to myself in my head. I was like, just do your best. It's okay, man. Like, if you if you go there and do bad, you're not going to play again. Like, you're going to go back out and it's going to be the same thing. So, I kind of relaxed a little bit and just focus on the on the punt. Like, focus on it and that's it. So, I went into my the second punt and I had a 43-yard punt with fair catch. So, everybody's like, oh, good job, man, good job. You know, like, no return, 43 yards for my first punt. Like, being a newbie, like, you know, not too bad. That's pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, especially so, for your first punt, you know, at that big of a level in college football. Yeah, so, okay, good job, everything, okay. So, we only had three punts that game. So, on the third punt, I went in again, 41 yards, fair catch. Man. <laughs> so, so, after that, I mean, I was doing good so far in two punts, like, because they won 40-plus, right? Yeah. So, I mean, after that, I solidified myself as a starter so far. The next game was the biggest yeah, I was... game of my life. So, Daniel, real quick, let me, let, me, let me ask you something real quick, because I obviously I think most people know what game we're about to talk about. You know, y'all played number one ranked Alabama at home at DKR, you know, the biggest crowd in all of DKR history. So let me ask you this first, you know, because obviously I want to hear your story, but I want to ask you, you know, what were some of the nerves you were going to into that week knowing that you were going into one of the biggest crowds in all of college football history and playing the top team in all of the nation in Alabama? I mean, I was I was I was a little nervous because I was like everybody was saying Alabama's gonna come here and dominate. It was college game day, they were coming. It was gonna be the biggest stage of college football that Saturday. It was the biggest game of the week, right? So everybody was watching that game. It was gonna be all over every network. It was going to be in every screen in the country worldwide. Let's put it that way because everybody watched that game from other countries as well. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. So I was like, you know, in my head, I was like, that week, not going to lie to you, that week was not scary at all. Like, I, I said, you know, if I did it after those two puns that I had, I lost my fear 
to play in bigger, big crowds. But I knew that that game was really important and I needed to ball out. Like in Absolutely. my head, I knew it was it was really important and I needed to do something about it. Like I needed to do, make my name known and make an impact during the game. And that's what I did. Hey, I, was, I, was, what I, was, did. I was just about to say, because Daniel, you know, you see all these other highlights from guys like Xavier, you know, unfortunately Quinn, he would leave the game with an injury. You know, Bijan did his thing as well, but you might've had the highlight of the game for Texas with that punt that you landed on the one yard line. So if you don't mind, kind of walk us through, you know, how that play went and how you were feeling after you actually did that play. Yeah. So my, I had uh, five puns that game and, um, uh, you know, my first two puns were like mid. Like, I was a little, I don't know if I was nervous or I was just rushing myself. And it was like 35. The first one and the second one was 38 yards, which after that, I was like, damn, bro. Like, I really need to step it up because I'm going to lose my spot really fast. So after those puns, I was like, okay, you need to relax. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. So on the third one, that was, uh, what was it? No, the third one, it was after – because the first two puns were before the halftime, the first half. And the second half, it was like, you need to come back and do better. In my head, I was in the locker room. You need to do better. In my head, I was talking to myself. And then the first punt, the third punt, which was, you know, like the first punt of the second half, which was the third punt of the game, that was a one-yard line uh, punt. So I was like, you know, like in my head, I was like, like, okay, you need to do better. And, like, I relaxed a little bit, and that happened. Like, I thought it was going to be a touchback. I thought it was going to be a touchback, so I was like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like – I because from that view, from that view, I was like, I thought it was going to go inside the end zone, right? Yeah, I think I think everybody honestly thought that because I was watching it live too. I'm like, okay, it's going to be a touchback. You know, they're going to get the ball back at the 20. And then it does yeah. that – and then it does that little backspin, and I'm like, oh, shoot. Oh, yeah. It was that that little spin and it stays there. Obviously, I didn't see that until it happened. And when I realized everybody started like screaming and going crazy, that's when I realized like, God damn, like that was a highlight right there at the one. You know, like everybody went crazy at the stadium. Like, I don't know if you saw the if you watched the game, but it was it got really loud. Oh, I I believe that because I mean, I don't know if you knew that, but that was actually the largest ever attendance at DKR. Like that was the, you know, out of all the games that have been played there, that Alabama game was the most. So you came up clutch and arguably, you know, one of the biggest games ever. Exactly. And then, you know, like that was a big, big time. Everybody's like, wow. Like, you know, the commentators on Fox, because it was Fox Sports. It was like a big network. They were saying my name. They had the camera focus on me. So everybody was like, who's this guy, you know, on the screen. And that's how I kind of like got known. Then my second punt was like 51 yards. I made, I made the, uh, the returner, uh, back pedal. And then, I mean, it just didn't bounce more, but it could have been like 80 yards. If it would have bounced the right way, like I wanted it, but 61 yards, the second punt, I changed the field position on that one. And then my third one was like 49 yards and no return. Man. So it was like a big time game against them, and actually that that um, at the one yard uh, one yard line, mm-hmm. we almost got that safety. I don't know if you realize that oh, we almost yeah. got that safety. That y'all, y'all, got, y'all, got, y'all got screwed over with that call. I remember that because that was all controversial too. Yeah, it was a little controversial, but I mean, they, there's no point to talk about it. But oh yeah, just let's let's put it this way: that was a safety. 
two points. So <laughs> hey, y'all heard we it lost here first. One point. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So it was just it was it was just a great game, bro. But I think after that game is when like I pretty much solidified myself. I was I was a starter after that game. Like yeah, you know, like that that game is the one that made me known. Like made my name known, and like a lot of people reached out to me. I started getting more followers and stuff. And, like, I mean, ever since then, like I started like doing really well. And man, I'm just I'm just blessed to be here, man. Like, I mean, honestly, like I never thought I would go this far. Like, I would see myself playing at UNT, but I I, I wish I could like see myself in the future and be like, damn, like don't give up, man. Like you're gonna be playing at UT in two years. Yeah, like I was, you know, like. I was I was just about to ask, you know, have you ever really thought about the fact? Because, like I said, you played arguably one of the biggest games, you know, in college football history. But a year, you know, a year from then, you literally were sitting down in Fort Worth, playing at one of the smaller colleges in all of Texas, you know, contemplating if you should continue playing football. You know, what I mean, have you ever really thought about that that much? Like, just like, I, how I crazy do. that is. Like, I, I think about it all the time. Like, when whenever I feel really like like sad or like I feel like I'm losing like like I, I'm missing something I'm like I think about that and I'm like dude like you literally have done so much like don't be don't don't feel like bad don't feel nothing like you know how many people wants to be in your position like there's thousands of kids that wants to be in your position and like you know how many kids reach out to me like for me it's like I want to motivate others to like let them know that it's possible no matter what like like, for me, like, I never thought I would go this far. Like, I honestly, like, wouldn't see myself doing this. I wish I could, but that makes you think, like, damn, bro, like, what would have happened if I would have stayed? You know? Yeah. What would have happened if I would have played UNT? Like, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, no. So absolutely. maybe it was for a reason. You know, things things happen for a reason, man. Like, I mean, for me, it's just I, I feel really blessed to be here. Like, this this is a great experience for me, like. I still can't believe it sometimes. I'm like, God damn, like I walk to the stadium. I I can literally walk through the stadium, like through the field anytime I want. Like it's just can go to any building. Like we really know we're like, I'm not going to lie to you. We're like gods in the school. Like <laughs> I mean, y'all are, y'all really are. Yeah. Like we, we're really spoiled. Not going to lie. Like, it's just like, wow. Like we get anything we want. Like it's just crazy to me, man. Cause I never, I never would see myself doing this and like, achieving something for me and my family this big like you know there's times what I, I i forget about like where i i don't i don't forget where i came from but i forget that i'm at this level like it just feels like normal yeah but then when i start feeling like that i don't want to lose the love for it because i don't want to just get used to it i want to feel like i love it again every time and like i'm really grateful you know whenever i feel like that i just start thinking about my past and how far i came from it and it just makes me more happy, like happier because I'm like, damn, like, dude, you should be grateful you here. Like, this is, this is a one, once in a lifetime opportunity that you achieved. Like, you know, like, and I want to motivate other kids, like Hispanics and, you know, Mexican kids, any, anybody, anybody that they can make it here. They want to, but they got to work really hard, you know, like absolutely to be here. You got to work hard because you got to think about any, everybody wants to come here from the whole nation. Everybody, everybody wants to come here and play here at this stage. And like, for me, that's something I'm really grateful because I had this opportunity when there's thousands of kids that don't have it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, so I just want to be one of those guys where like, 
you know, like it's possible, man. Like it's you can do it too. Anybody can do it, but you gotta you gotta work hard because this is not easy. Like I went through so much to get here, and I know anybody can do it too. But you you gotta go through you you might go through stuff, but it's still possible. You know, like in some way, you just gotta work it out pretty well. But yeah, yeah man. I mean, I'm just I'm just happy to be here, man. It's it's a great experience. Hey, I can only imagine, seriously, Daniel. And, you know, obviously this season y'all had a lot of, you know, lows, but you also had a decent amount of highs. And I want to ask you, too, you know, you played in one of the biggest rivalry games, you know, in all of college football, the Red River rivalry game. So, if, I mean, y'all also absolutely killed OU. So, if you don't mind, I mean, how was that experience for you, too, being able to go to the Cotton Bowl and, you know, play in such a historic venue? Man, it was loud. I thought Alabama was loud, but I'm not going to lie to you. That game was louder than you can even imagine. Like, it was 50%, obviously, UT, 50% OU. Like, it was loud. Like, they, you know, like, usually when, like, we play, like, at home, they only cheer for us, but not for the other team when they scored. Yeah. Well, that game was loud the whole time because it was back and forth. I got you, yeah. You know, like, like they do a good play, they cheer on them. We do a good play, with they cheer on us. They, they stop our offense, they cheer on them. We stopped their offense. They cheer on like it was just nonstop loud. It was a great experience, man. Like I never thought I would, you know, I would always see it on TV, but I wouldn't even like think I would be there playing. Like it was crazy, man. Like I saw like, like on the sideline, like Matthew McConaughey, like you know, a lot of I saw um a lot of people that you like damn, like I see them on TV. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> you know, now, like and now you're sitting right them. next to him. Now you're literally right next to him. Yeah, like it was just it was crazy, man. Like it was a great experience, you know. Especially when you get that dub. Hey, 49-0. Yeah. That was a pretty good game by y'all. But, I mean, that's that's amazing, though. I mean, seriously, like we talked about, you know, the journey you got, you know, you had to take just to be able to play here. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. And that's another reason why I was really excited to get you on because I feel like you have one of the better stories, you know, in all of college football. And, you know, what you've been able to do at UT, especially on special teams-wise, has definitely been something huge for the Longhorns. You know, y'all are going into y'all's bowl game. You got that W on senior day as well against Baylor. So, um, but Daniel, I also want to ask you too, do you have any eligibility left, like a year left or anything? So, yeah, that yeah, that's what I was, I was going to talk about. Um, so whenever I came here, I had two years and then somehow they told me that I was, you know, my clock was already running because you know how I attended college. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, community college and I didn't play, but I was full time enrolled. So they just told me like literally a couple of days ago that I was I was done after the season. Dang, <laughs> so I'm, I'm I was a little, you know, like sad and stuff, but. I think there's a bigger plan for me out there that I just don't know about. Like, you know, like I might feel, I feel like this before. And, um, you know, like I wanted to stay another year because I wanted to develop, you know, how I came really late here, develop uh, spring, summer, ball out literally the the season because you'll be like the strong, you know, you'll be strong and physically ready. But, you know, for me, like, even though I just, I I made it here and I only came, I only came here for a short period of time and like, it's like a lifetime experience for me. Like, you know, nobody can take this away from me. I play every single game. I just didn't play one snap of the season. One snap. That's crazy. I didn't play. Yeah. So it's like, you know, for me, like, I mean, I do have bigger, you know, I have, I have big dreams to play um, pro football. I don't know where I'm going to end up at, but you know, there's a lot of uh, leagues out there now, like, I mean the NFL. Obviously, that's 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 the biggest goal I have in my head. 
you know, like it's I'm I'm going for that goal. No matter what, I'm I'm gonna chase it. Like I think it's good to take the risk and do it now before it's too late. You know, like Absolutely. I don't want to wait anymore. I don't want to wait. So I mean, I do have that dream in mind, and but I also don't mind if I have to go like because since I came pretty pretty late and I don't have a lot of film because I I pretty much only played two years, right? I got so you. I, I don't get a lot of I don't got a lot of film. I still need to prove myself more. Which I'm I'm glad that it's gonna happen because they're gonna see what they're getting, and I don't mind going to like SFL, USFL. Like I go anywhere, I go anywhere to get my film, and then prove them that I'm ready for a tryout at the NFL level. You know, like any team. My my team that I love the most is the Cowboys. But hey, I mean, if I that's my dream, and I see myself playing there, like I had, you know, like I mean, I you know, everybody's different, but. I dream about it a lot, and I mean, I I feel like I could I can make it. Like I I do believe in myself, and I mean, right now it sucks because I wasn't ready for this. Like I thought I had another year, and like I wasn't mentally ready for like started preparing for like pro day and all that stuff because I, I didn't know, you know. Yeah, I got like, you. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't ready. I did my senior day, but they told me that a lot of people would do it like this year and then next year because just in case and. I'm glad I did it because I would have been so upset if I didn't. And then they like, oh, you you don't have another year. Then I'm screwed, you know? So for me, it's like, I'm, I'm really happy with that. But honestly, man, like, I do I do want to chase pro football. And, like, you know, one day you're going to see me on TV playing on Sundays. Hey, I'm I, I'm a bet yeah, on it. I'm I, you know, you're going to see me, man. I'm, I'm, like, I'm definitely. A like, I, I do believe in myself. And I, I know it might be a long shot right now, but. I, I do trust the process and I, I know it can be possible because I've gone through it before. So I know anything can be possible at this point, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Daniel, seriously, man, your story is absolutely amazing. And I know I personally will be rooting for you, you know, on your journey to the NFL, wherever that takes you. Right. Like you talked about at one point, you know, you thought you couldn't do it. And, you know, right now you're kind of in that position of, you know, what if I can't, but I mean, just continue to keep working, keep your head down, keep grinding like you have nothing. And, I think I think we'll definitely see you on Sundays, especially after you were able to start in your first year at UT. So that's that's something impressive in and of itself. But um, you know, Daniel, seriously, man, thank you for coming on today. This was absolutely a blast to have you on. And you know, for everybody out there that's listening to today's interview, make sure to go give my guy Daniel some love as well. Absolutely amazing person and player. I'm gonna leave all of his socials, links, everything like that. I'm gonna leave it all down below in the description of today's interview. Daniel, man, seriously, thank you for coming on. Is there anything you want to say before we head out? Yes, uh, thank you for having me, bro. Like, you know, like, I'm glad that you you reached out to me so I could tell my story because I, I want people to know that if they really want it, it's possible. Like, you just go for it. Don't let nobody tell you no. They, they can tell you no, and you can still do it. Like, it's possible, man. Just keep working, you know, working hard, and it'll come. Hey, absolutely, absolutely. I love to hear that. And Daniel, man, seriously, keep, you know, keep absolutely doing your thing. I look forward to seeing, you know, you and the Longhorns in y'all's bowl game. You know, whoever y'all do take on, I know you don't know yet, but definitely look forward to watching y'all play in that game. Thank you. I really appreciate it, man. Thank you.